Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Praise and Purpose. I'm your host, Cam Picardi, and welcome to a new year, the year of 2024, but we're a month late. Um, <laughs> in today's episode of Praise and Purpose, we're going to be talking about nurturing healthy relationships. We are here with our co-host, Alec Marvin. Hey, what's going on? Such a blessing to be able to record this podcast with you. But before we get into this podcast, I'd just like to say a couple of things. First, I'd like to shout out South Africa. Australia, Malaysia, and Canada for watching this podcast. Amen. Um, another thing is that if you watch our podcast on Google Podcast and um, Radio Public, uh, Radio Public is um, being shut down in March of tw- uh, this year. And uh, following that, uh, Google Podcast will be shutting down in April. So... With uh, Google Podcasts, you'll be able to watch our podcast on YouTube Music once Mm. that comes out. Well, let's get right into the podcast. An important step in nurturing healthy relationships is building a strong foundation. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 24, verse 3, we read, By wisdom, a house is built, and through understanding, it is established. Today, we embark on a journey that it, uh, on a journey to explore the foundational wisdom needed to construct relationships that withstand the test of time. Communication, trust, and shared values are huge important pillars for, bu- for building a strong relationship. Proverbs also te- teaches us in chapter 18, verse 21, that the tongue has the power of life and death. Our journey continues as we dive into the heartbeat of relationships, communicate, and communication. We will reflect on the transformative power of words, understanding that they can either breathe life into our connections or cast a shadow. Let us open our hearts to the sacred dance of dialogue and truly listening to one another. Ecclesiastes, a book that mirrors the rhythm of life, reminds us in chapter 3, verse 1. There is time for everything, and a season for every activity under the heavens. Our voyage takes us through the undulating landscape of emotions. In the roller coaster of relationship, we learn that every peak and valley contributes to the grand design of connection. Let's explore the art of navigating these emotional landscapes. The Song of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 7, we hear, You are altogether beautiful, my darling. There's no flaw in you. Sorry. (laughs) As we navigate through the complex terrain of relationships, conflicts inevitably, inevitably arise. My bad. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 15, we find guidance. If you, if, sorry, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault, just between the two of you. Today, we embark on the duty of resolving conflicts with love. Let us seek resolution while upholding the dignity and worth of each soul involved. Um, so I kind of want to um, talk about uh, our relationship I had and how it wasn't the best for certain reasons. 
Um, so the person who I was with, uh, they only really uh, wanted to be with me because I bought them things and uh, for other reasons, just to be popular and, well, to think that they're popular, but not really. Um, but so it wasn't really a healthy relationship because we didn't like show each other love and we didn't like, you know, and we were kind of, we were young, so we didn't really know, but like, you still are young. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So yeah. Oh. Um, not a complete blank. Um, this is an uncut podcast, as you can see. We uncut. So just showing one another your love and your attention uh, will truly help um, make a healthy relationship. So... Before, I know this has been a quick talk, but before I give the mic to Alec, let's remember the words of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Nurturing these healthy relationships is a big part on the journey of faith. May your relational landscapes be blessed, your, heart, your connections deep, and your hearts filled with the love of Christ. All right, Alec, take it away. Yo, yo, what's going on, everyone? All right, so we're going to, like Cameron said, we're going to be talking about relationships and what godly relationships look like and God-honoring relationships look like. And... um. Yeah, so there, there's different kinds of love, you know, because not every love is the same. You, For instance, you wouldn't love your significant other the same way that you loved your mom. That would be weird and gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are four different kinds of love that the Bible talks about. There is, uh, let me just, let me just find them real quick. There is romantic love, family love, brotherly love, and God's divine love. Romantic love. Let's get into that one. If she's not Christian, she's not for you. <laughs> that, let me just say that first. If she's not Christian, if he's not Christian, he's not for you. If she's not Christian, she's not for you. What do I mean by this? God's design for marriage and for romantic relationships for his children are to be equally yoked. Equally yoked relationships mean that you're both Christian. You both have the same values. You both are following God. And you both love God more than you love each other. And I know that could be hard to swallow, but that is... Think, think about it this way. To know love is to know God, because what is God? God is the creator of love. To know how to be in a relationship is to look to God 
to learn how to be in a relationship because God is the creator of them. Being equally yoked with each other means that you will build each other up in the relationship instead of um, instead of holding each other back. Because trust me, I've been in a, I'm not proud to admit this, but I've been in a, an equally yoked relationship and uh, it's not fun. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not fun. So definitely don't try to, don't try to see if I'm right by, by being in an unequally yoked relationship. Just don't take my warning because it's not fun. <sighs> Takes a while to get over. Um, family love. You know, you know how your family loves you, right? Like there's like the brotherly love and stuff, you know, like, cause your parents, they formed you, your mother formed you in your, in her womb and your, your father conceived you in your mother's womb and they created you to look at family love. You have, you look, you could also look at God. If some of you don't have loving families, I'm sorry to hear that, but you could look at God and you could find family love. Because we are part of God's family. We are part of his holy family. And he loves us. Uh, Alright, and then um, another type of love. Sorry, I'm kind of jumbled up here. Another type of love is brotherly love. Um, brotherly love. Jesus showed us brotherly love by dying on the cross. He said, there is no love greater than that of a, there is no love greater than that who sacrifices himself on the cross. He is our big brother. He is our heavenly big brother and he shows us love now if you don't have a big brother then i i have two big brothers and i mean obviously there's times that they have messed around and that they haven't showed me love but that's all right because i forgive them because they're um my brothers and i love them right it's kind of an unconditional it's sort of like family love but it's it's different you know like, have you ever been so hungry and your brothers have taken care of you and they bought you food or something like that? Yeah, brotherly love is important too. Now, the most important type of love is God's divine love. And in the Greek, this means agape love. And... um. Agape love is the love that God shows to you. God showed us his love by sending his only son to die on the cross for his evil little brothers who don't deserve him. But we are made right with him by what he did on the cross for us. 
God's divine love is shown throughout creation with the clouds in the sky. Today was the first sunny day in like a month. Like today was the first day that the sun is shown in the month. And yesterday I was like, I was like, dang, dude, it's been a long time since I've seen the sun. And God reminded me that he is still good. That even behind the clouds, even behind the clouds of sorrow, behind the clouds of sickness, behind the clouds of sin, he is still shining. And all it takes is one breath from him, and the clouds move out of his way, and he's there. The sun is there, and then the Son of God is also there too. One day, Jesus is going to split the sky and come down and deliver judgment upon the earth, but he'll save his children. Not by anything we could do, because we were the we were the sinful, evil little brother that was that God couldn't even look at. But God showed his amazing divine love by dying on the cross for us. And you know what he says too? He says, You're justified. He we we aren't worthy on our own, but he makes us worthy by the blood of the the cross, by the blood of Jesus, he makes us worthy. What greater love is there than that? I tell you these four um, versions of love because in the English vocabulary, they're not, there's, a, there's only one word for love, and it's called love. Like you might say you like someone, but that, that just means that you're telling them that you love them. And it gets kind of confusing sometimes when you tell other people like, people who you just have intentions of being friends with that you love them that it's it's not like a like a romantic love that you mean a brotherly love or whatever there's different kinds of love in the bible and god shows each and every single one of them to us in different ways and if you think your relationship with god isn't romantic think again because he is called the great husband to us because he takes care of us and um don't you see that if you're widowed if you're um if you if you didn't have a good husband and you're divorced or something i'm sorry to hear that but god is with you you're you're never widowed with your when you're with god because you have life let's uh let's explore some rules of love and what love is Oh gosh, my my phone is being weird. Uncut podcast. Uncut dog. podcast. That is right. Not cut. All right. So relationships. What is the what is the fundamental of relationships? All right. Let's let's say them. Love, definite must. Communication, obviously. Honesty, that's a very important one. Forgiveness. And respect. Number one, love. Love your neighbor as yourself. And love one another as I have loved you. 
God showed us all of those four kinds of love that we explored earlier so that we can love each other in any of the four ways that we see fit, but in the right circumstances. Um, because if they're not in the right circumstances, then it's just weird. Do we have technical difficulties? Uh, kinda. Kinda. Okay. It went away. You're all good. Technical difficulties, y'all, but we're good. Because <coughs> God is with us. <coughs> I'm dying. <laughs> <coughs> okay. We can continue. We can continue indeed. <laughs> Alright, so... Yeah, love your neighbor as yourself and love another as I have loved you. God showed us his love so that we can love each other unconditionally. You say, but what if people have, have wronged me? Well, guess what we did? We, we did the ultimate wrong to Jesus when he came down. People say, oh, why don't why doesn't God just come down to earth and prove himself to me, prove prove that he loves me? Well, he did, and we killed him. So Yeah, we're not to be trusted, but God trusts us. But God if we're transformed by the blood of Jesus, God trusts us anyways. Because we're being made new with him. All right, number two, communication. To know what a relationship is, like I said in the beginning, you have to know who made a relationship. You see people in the world today who have just weird dynamics of relationships that are just so strange. And you can only see that if you're being transformed by the gospel because Jesus gives you new eyes to see. And they're just strange, man. Like, you have these, you have relationships where two guys will be in a relationship together. You'll have relationships where a guy pretending to be a girl is in a relationship with a guy. And it's not holy. It's not right. We need to have communication because we're confused. Communication deletes confusion because we know what the answer is. Jesus gives us the answer. It says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Communication is key. We don't want to stir up wrath with our significant other. We want, we want communication because that turns away wrath. If we have communication with God, with our relationship with God, then that won't cause us to have a bitter heart. That won't cause us, because we won't, we won't see God's wrath, because we're children of God. He has saved us. There's nothing that we could do to make him love us more. There's nothing that we could do to make him love us less. But we, we won't experience his wrath. But we could sometimes give God angry anger and uh, bitterness. Trust me, I, I've, I've been through it. 
and uh, I know that we can because it's it's hard. But God is with God is with us, and we just need to talk to Him. Just talk to Him. Go into the quiet place in your heart, and in your house or secret, like whatever, wherever your secret place is, and just give Him your heart. Surrender to Him fully, because um, then we won't be holding on anymore. Then He will be holding on to our lives with His righteous right hand, and we will fly on the backs of eagles the bible tells us i don't know if there are eagles that big but i don't know (laughs) um yeah honesty honesty is uh another key aspect of relationships because if you're not honest then it just it just brings up so much confusion and honesty comes hand in hand with communication, you know, because you can't be honest if you're not communicating. If you have a secret, that's not being honest because you're not communicating that with your partner. With God, our heavenly partner, our heavenly husband, our heavenly, our heavenly, yeah, our heavenly husband, the one who we'll, we will be sharing the, the wedding feast with on the day of his return, says that honesty is key. Proverbs 12.22 says, Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Lying lips hurt. They hurt so much. When someone tells you that they love you, but they don't know what love is, and they're... They're lying to you. That hurts. That definitely hurts. And it's abomination to the Lord because when you're... All right, so there's a Bible verse that says, those who lie are children of the devil because Satan is the father of lies. Don't... Be more like the devil. Be more like Christ. Christ always told the truth, even if it hurt. The truth might hurt sometimes, and that's all right. Because temporary pain from the truth is better than eternal pain in hell with lies. Don't believe the, the lies that you're getting from the enemy. Believe the truth that the gospel preaches. That will always be the same. Another thing about truth is... Truth will always be the same. There won't be a, there won't be like a different truth. The, the, the truth will always be the same. Lies will always be different though. One way that we could detect lies in relationships and see if they're truthful or not is if, it, if they're always changing. If it's always different and they're not, and they're not communicating with you. That's how you know it's not a godly relationship. Forgiveness is, quite frankly, the backbone of any relationship. Because we are humans, and there will be times where we fight, where we strife with one another, with any of our relationships, whether it's family relationships, brotherly relationships, even romantic 
most times romantic relationships they will have they will have fights and that's all right because that's how we figure things out if we have fights and we have honesty communication and forgiveness then we could build each other up instead of break each other down let's learn what forgiveness is matthew 6 14 through 15 jesus says for if you forgive others their trespasses your heavenly father will also forgive you but if you do not forgive others their trespasses neither will your heavenly father forgive your trespasses forgiveness isn't made for the other person forgiveness is made for you holding unforgiveness in your heart towards someone is it's only going to lead you down a path of anger and bitterness and resentment it is better to to surrender it to the lord than keep it in your heart because god just god just wants your heart that's all he wants and in romantic relationships if one of their uh if one of the partners doesn't have forgiveness towards the other it's just going to lead for a miserable time that make that will make the relationship not last for its full potential a main goal in a relationship is for marriage let's be honest here if she's not someone who you think you'll marry she's not someone that you should have a relationship with that goes hand in hand if she's not christian then she's not someone that you should have be having a relationship with because you won't share the same views you won't share the same um values which is detrimental to a relationship and which crumbles one forgiveness the best all right a good relationship takes two really good forgivers god forgives us so we for, we should forgive each other we've trespassed god's laws so much how dare we think that we have the right not to forgive our significant other if they offend us let go and let god god forgives them so you should too all right respect respect is another backbone of any relationship respecting boundaries respecting god's boundaries that he sets in place respecting uh the other person themselves like their personal space and whatever um respect it's so important all right let's let's read about respect ephesians 5:33 says however let each one of you his wife as himself and let his and let the wife see that she respects her husband However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Respect goes hand in hand. The sunset is beautiful today. 
I just got distracted by it because it's so glorious. <laughs> yeah. Respect. All right. So if you love someone, they will respect you. If you love someone the right way and show them respect, they'll respect you back. A loving wife should respect her husband because her husband loves her and takes care of her. You should you should let the cat out. Okay. <laughs> My cat is waiting at the door. Cameron trapped her in here. Cameron, that isn't showing love, you know. I know, I know, I'm just kidding. It's okay to joke around in brotherly love. Yes. All right. The wife should respect her husband because the husband provides for the wife. A, any good wife will tell you that she respects her husband. Now, men, this means that we need to be respectable. Because if you're not respectable, you can't blame your wife for not respecting you. Trust me, I, my father did not respect my mom, and guess where he is now? Not with my mom. It's, it's so detrimental if there's not mutual respect, love, forgiveness, honesty, and communication with your partner because, uh, are we about to run out of time? Yes, you can continue, but where do you want to just... How much time do you have left? Is 30 it like seconds. 30 seconds. All right. Um, we'll, we'll see you, we'll see you in like, a, in like a few seconds. All right. Okay. We are back. All right. Men, this leaves you with the responsibility of being respectable. My father was not a respectable man. He did not have forgiveness. He did not have honesty. He did not have communication. And he didn't show love. I speak from firsthand experience that if the husband doesn't have these, four, these five things, then there... There comes pain, especially if, if he's a father to your children, ladies. And this, this goes hand in hand with ladies, too. Like, if your mom isn't loving, if she doesn't communicate, if she's not honest, if she doesn't have forgiveness and she doesn't have respect, then that is going to be brutal. God shows us respect, forgiveness, honesty, communication, and love. Remember these five things. And surrender, too. Because when you're surrendered to God, that's when he transforms you. That's when you really start to experience his love. The agape love. The godly love. The love that surpasses all understanding. The love of the father. The love of the great husband. The love of our big brother. The love of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit loves us, too. He, he protects us from sin by convicting us. The, the Godhead, the, the Godhead of the Trinity, they all show love to each other, and they show love to us. They all know what love is because they're all God, and they're all one person in three bodies, which I'm not going to even try to explain because many have tried and many have failed. It's just something that our fallible minds as humans can't comprehend. But one day we will, when we see God in heaven. But until that day, 
make sure in all of your relationships, and especially your relationship with God, because that comes first before all things. This is how, that is where you learn to love, to communicate, to be honest, to forgive, and to respect. Because God shows that to us. Um, yeah. So, I'll pray us out. Hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, up. We're, we're, we're forgetting a we're, whole lot in sorry. this podcast. It's we, been a while. It's been a while. It's been four months. It's nice to have you all back. <laughs> um, but before we get to the other stuff, I'd just like to say, um, did great, Alec. Thank you. Um, but I want to share some more things or pillars in the relationship because you only stated five, but there's there's a lot. I'm not going to share all of them today, but yeah, the, the five ones are the most important ones. The other will come. The, I don't know. So, <laughs> um, patience. Patience is, is, is a, a huge one. one. It's like a, it's a superpower in relationships. So like, just imagine if you're like stuck in traffic, <laughs> um, like I know like people's first instinct would just lose your cool. Just like scream. Ah, <laughs> just chill. Just chill. Same, same deal with relationships. Life's going to throw curveballs, but take a deep breath. And remember, patience is a virtue. And it's the same with having a relationship with God. You may pray for something, and it may not, not it may not happen. Yeah. It may not happen at all, or it may not happen at that time. That's because God has a plan. His for plan us. is good. And we don't know his plan. That's only God knows his plan for us. Empathy. Empathy is the next one. That's a huge one. It's putting yourself in someone's shoes, feeling the way that they feel. When you get that, the bond deepens. You're not just side by side, but you're walking on the same path, hand in hand. See, we often don't have empathy for God. We don't realize that he died on the cross for us. When he had empathy for when, us. When he had empathy for us, when he cared about us. That, that last part that you said, walking side by side and hand by hand, that really spoke out to me because that's what that's what God does with us. He walks beside us and he has his hand. He has our hand in his hand and vice versa, you know. Go ahead, Ken. Sorry. So you have to you have to have empathy for God. But say in like a um, romantic relationship, you have to have empathy for your significant other other because if you freak out because uh, I don't know, they left the house without telling you, or like, maybe it was important, maybe not, but yeah. maybe. So you have to have empathy for others. Did you say trust? I don't think I did. Well, trust, that's yeah, a huge one. That is, that, that should have been on there. I should have. It's yeah. like, it's like, I should have said trust. It's like fragile glass. Once broken, it's hard to put back together if you say one thing's for certain if you walk up to your girlfriend or your wife or whatever and you say you don't trust them they're gonna break up with you you're not gonna have a girlfriend anymore (laughs) trust is the another key component to any relationship that you have with if it's only transactional you need trust it is the is the cornerstone of relationships 
it's it's like it's like the glue that holds everything together. If you don't have trust in God and trust in his plan for you, then I don't know, man. Also, if you don't have trust that God loves you, if you don't trust that God forgives you, if you don't trust that God respects you, if you don't trust that God has a plan for you, then your life is going to be horrible. <laughs> your life is going to be wandering. It's going to be like wandering around with a blindfold on. You're not going to know where you're going. You're not going to know who you're with. You're not going to know what other people, you're not going to know who who loves you. You're just, you're just going to be blind and wandering around. <laughs> mm. So I know you said forgiveness, but it's like, it's like holding the re it's holding the reset button. It's like resetting everything. Mm. If you forgive someone, like save forget okay, forgiveness is hard. It's hard to, to do. do. It's hard to do. It's really hard to do because you think you're right. That's mostly how arguments and go. <laughs> the other person also thinks they're right. But it just takes one to surrender it to God. Yes. And to just be like, you know what? Let's do it your way this time, you know? Like, if, if you guys don't know where to where to eat, and then you guys are really getting at each other's throats, and you're like, you know what? Let's go to where you want to eat this time, because I love you, because I respect your opinions, because I want to communicate with you to tell you that, and because I, because I forgive you for causing me this anger or whatever, you know? <laughs> Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, what was I gonna say? Hold on. Well, okay, forgiveness, it's hard to do. It's hard because, like I said before, both people think they're right, but maybe one is not so right. And you should sometimes follow the other person's plan, even though you may not like their idea. Mm -hmm. You may think it's the worst idea of all time, but <laughs> just follow their uh, plan because it may work out better than your plan would have worked out. I mean, this I, goes this goes in with God too because yeah. one hundred and fifty thousand percent. This goes hand in hand with our relationship with God. Sometimes you don't think God is right, but He's always right. We need to surrender our will so that we could have his will in our life. It's only when we come to the end of ourselves that we realize how good he is and that we realize how much we should trust him because he is trustworthy and he is good. Amen. Yes. And, well, also, I'm going to share something. Um, forgiveness, like, me and uh, Alec... Um, during our band's uh, rehearsal last week before <sighs> church, um, we were uh, practicing praise by uh, Elevation Worship, Brandon Lake. Brandon Lake is yes. so good. Um, and I did not agree on the roadmap that Alec was following, but I was like, hey, let's go with your idea. And it sounds pretty cool. And it sounds, yeah, it's pretty cool. But it sounds like, pretty cool. <laughs> wait, was that praise? Or it was, it was praise. Or was it the other oh, song? Oh, no, it was the praise. The other song we did it, how it was written. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But praise, 
we've already done it and it would be so cool to like mix it up musically because we're, was, gro we're growing as musicians and it's, yes. it's it's about time that we start making songs our own a little bit you know yeah <laughs> well it was also praised and sold out so where, where i was like no let's just go with your idea <laughs> it's not it's not worth fighting about it's not yeah some things are just not worth yeah. fighting about and like sometimes i go with cameron's ideas because you know i'm just like I don't, <coughs> you know like this isn't a like church when you're in church and you're with a brother in christ he's like this is not the place to be causing enmity mm. this is not the place to be causing anger so sometimes i just have to like take a step back and be like you know what i really want to do it this way like so badly more than anything else but i also want to keep you as my friend and my brother yeah so um yeah also think your relationship like a garden water well, it with love attention and a bit of spontaneity spontaneity font spontaneity yes or, i don't know if that's the right word uh <laughs> tend to it regularly Oh yes, water like, it, water it once a day, or twice a day, or three times a day, or four times, or maybe even five if you're give crazy. Us, give it sunlight. A little bit of sunlight won't hurt anyone. Like God gives us sunlight; His Son gave us light. Oh, yeah. oh, dang! <laughs> um, oh, my friend's at five percent. That is no whatever. Way. Um, so let's dive into this adventure with open hearts, ready to tackle the highs and lows. May your relationship be a symphony of laughter, support, and a little bit of chaos sometimes. Oh, a little bit of chaos won't hurt no one. Woo! Do not <laughs> take that out of context. <laughs> because that's what makes this journey truly human. So, another thing that Alec forgot was to ask each other a question, and we have to answer well, it. Well, that, that happens after we pray. So. That's no? After, that happens after what? We, yeah, that happens after we pray. So... That's, oh, yeah, that's, right. that's what I was about to do. Because Amen Podcast calls it yeah, after yes, their Amen. Yes. But for legal reasons, we can't copy them because that's copyright. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Lord, I thank you for letting us come together and for helping us all learn about relationships and helping us all experience what a relationship is through you, Lord. And I pray that you transform us by your loving, your respecting, your forgiving you're forgiving your um your uh you're just amazing love father and you know sometimes it isn't respecting because you are no respecter of persons you love each and every single one of us this even if we don't love you lord because you are good you are a good father and you show us what relationships are i pray that the relationships in our lives correspond with your will for our lives, Father. And whoever you have us, whoever you have in plan for us to eventually marry or just your will be done. But I pray that you just get us ready for that relationship, Father, and that you just um, show us what it is to be a, a respecting husband, respecting wife, Lord. And, uh, I just pray that you show us, that you let us, that you grow us, that you help us to surrender to you daily, and that you transform us by the power of your love, Father.
And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Now comes the question. How do you guys grow your relationships and how are you guys with your relationships? We want to know if there's a way that you could put comments on this. Definitely do. But um, So for YouTube, you can put comments. Uh, for Spotify, uh, you have to have premium to Spotify Premium to answer questions. So I Alright. So all of our YouTubers out there, all, all of our people who watch on YouTube, uh, leave a comment down below. Please tell us about your relationships and if and if you need help with them and just how how you how you show all these things in your relationships because that'll help other people out too. You're forgetting you have to answer the question. Oh how do I show <laughs> All these things in my relationships, man, I, romantic relationships are, they can be painful sometimes because sometimes God doesn't want y'all to be together, but sometimes he does, but sometimes he asks you to wait. And this painful waiting because me being a young man, I want to, I want to show someone love, not in like. Yeah, that, not in that don't way. Don't take it out of context. Don't, out of context. That's for marriage. That kind of love is for marriage. But I want to, you know, you know what I mean, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. But um, anyways. <laughs> Gosh, why did I say that? <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. How I show love. And how I show all these things in my relationships. Well, we already explained how I show my love and how I forgive and how I respect and uh, a brother relationship like with me and Cameron and with all of my friends, really. I show them love by being there for them unconditionally like Jesus is, like loving them as my neighbor, like... Uh, just if they need help helping them or trying my best to help them with something and inevitably pointing them to Christ because that is where true love comes from. And granted, I do need to work on that a little bit more to point them to Christ. But uh, I hope that I could point y'all to Christ. And I'm here for you guys if you, if you need anything. Although some of you guys are in South Africa, so oh, or Canada or, <laughs> or, or Canada, shout out to y'all or Malaysia, shout out to y'all. But yeah, <laughs> all right, Cameron. I think it's time for you to answer the question. Wait, what was the, I forgot? You went on like okay. I went on a little bit of a tangent. What's what's the question again? How do you show the attributes of all the attributes that we went over in relationship in your relationships? Um. So, like a remote, remote, romantic relationship. <laughs> well, there's currently someone who I like. Um, I, will not, I will not share that on you, the you podcast. Don't, you don't have to say on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you after. Okay. Um, but just like, well, we went on a band field trip and. Uh, oh. It's not who you're thinking of. It is not. I, I don't know who um, you're thinking of. I don't know anyone. This, this person is listening to Taylor Swift. 
do not like Taylor Swift at all. But just like not caring. Just like, I don't know. Just like letting them play Taylor Swift, even though if you're annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> even though you don't really want to. You're a good man, Cameron. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to hold back on Taylor Swift. But like whew, during a uh, brotherly relationship. It's That's also good. just like being there for them and like, you know, yeah. And for what? Family relationship? Wait, hold on. When we say brotherly relationship, we also mean sisterly relationship. Yeah. Because I don't know, it's like like your best friend, you know? It goes both ways. Brethren and sisterin. Really? <laughs> um, so family relationship, it's just like, I don't know, uh, being there for them, like yeah. showing them support. Yeah. So, also being patient with them, like yeah. you said. Because with family, it's hard to be patient. That is like yeah. Ooh, the test really of patience. Is. You learn patience from your family. Let's just put it that way. Especially having the three brothers. Oh, yeah. I have two and then one yeah. sister. Oh, yeah, you, you I definitely learn patience. With I have your sister. a uh, half. <laughs> I have a half brother and a half sister, but they're both like eighteen. They? No, they're a lot older. They're yeah. Like twenty. My my brothers and sisters are like twenty now. So yeah, yeah. Um. So time for my question. Uh, what do you think is the most important <gasps> pillar of a relationship? So for me, I think, well, there's not a uh, right answer to this. There's not a right answer. I think trust. Trust. Ooh, because trust, trust, everything trust, trust. can kind of go into trust. Yeah. Patience. Um, communication, because like if you're communing, communicating with someone and you don't trust them, like it doesn't really matter yeah. if you're communicating. You have to trust. Um, empathy, um, like trusting that, um, your significant other or God will, um, you will trust them and being empathetic is important. And yeah. Uh, what is your, what do you think is the most important pillar of a relationship? Uh, trust is definitely in the center of all. I think love is important too because that is the key, like cornerstone of trust. And if you love someone, you're gonna trust them because you love them. I mean, there obviously should be a reason why you love them, and if there is a reason why you love them, then you're obviously gonna trust them. Everything comes back to trust. To to be honest, though, like I agree with Cameron. There's not the wrong answer here, here, by the way. And also, if you're having trouble trusting in God, look at the sunset right now, dude. Like, yeah, wow. Like, it is beautiful. God's heavens declare his glory tonight. I am telling you what. It is literally like orange and purple and blue and green out there. God is so good and creative. And he actively painted that sunset in the sky tonight with his hand. So whenever you're having trouble trusting, remember that God is trustworthy. And trust him if throughout all situations, you know? 
All right. So. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. All right. Before we go, I just want to say, don't, um, don't love someone just because you think they're cute. Yeah. Okay. So there's, <laughs> there is a ginormous difference between love and lust. I forgot to say this. I was going to say this, but I forgot to. Lust is just when you want someone. It's because they look good and you're like, oh, they look fine. I really want them. That's not holy. That's not righteous. That's not love. That's lust. If you if you want to date someone and you, you have them in mind, just go through your mind and just ask yourself, wait, hold on. Is this love that I'm showing to the other person or feeling for this other person? Or is this lust? Do I just want them because how they look or because I love them? I have someone that I like too. And uh, yeah, I, I had to... I had to ask myself, is this love or is this lust? And I, I think it's love, but I don't know. It's a complicated situation. And uh, yeah, sometimes sometimes they are, but you just got to remember that God is good, you know? That God's will will inevitably turn out to be what is good. And yeah, I'm just, I don't know. You know, you know how it is. <laughs> I hate Snapchat. Snapchat. That's, that Snapchat. could be a to- topic for a different story. Snapchat like is that. made for. Uh, <gasps> Snapchat is made for toxicity. I can't leave the group chat. I'm getting spammed with messages. Snapchat is uh don't don't have it. Don't have it. <laughs> that's for a different. That yeah, that's we, for, could, we could definitely do a whole. We could do a whole episode on social media. Um. Something I want to add is, um, yeah, love is way more important than lust because lust isn't even important. Lust is a sin. <laughs> but see, if you find somebody who's cute and you also love, then well, boo, yeah. That's but... that's not that's not lust. Then if you're if you're appreciating someone's beauty, that's not lust. And if you love someone, it, but if you want someone just because they look good. And that you want to have like a fun time with them, if you know what I'm saying. That's lust. That's sinful. That's not. That's not good to to do. So, I think yeah, we're done for today, are we? Yeah, we could be done. Um, so if you're on YouTube, make sure to uh, respond to our questions down below in the comments. Like if you want to subscribe, if you feel like this message was for you. Um. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Cam. Again, no I'm th- I thank y'all for listening. It's been a while. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope God is really coming through for you in this new year. Um, make sure to surrender to Him and tell Him how good He is. Sometime because He's really good. Uh, I pray that you just get to know Him. You know. All right. Uh, we will see y'all later. Have a blessed day, blessed week, blessed month, blessed life. You know. And uh, see you all later. Peace. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And, yeah, like Alex said, we'll see you next time. Thank you for watching. Peace.